Wellskis. Well, well, Wellskis, you guys. I've been sitting here with Christy and she just said to me, I've never been diagnosed with ADD. What? <laughs> she literally what? said, I've never been Squirrel? diagnosed with ADD. Squirrel? Squirrel? <laughs> I was like, girl, I can diagnose you right now. <laughs> You've got it. <laughs> Welcome back to a Big Name. Betcha! We are actually going to have an amazing guest. Yeah. First, I want to introduce our lovely drink. Yes. Our lovely drink by Lauren O'Brien. And it's green. It's called, that's a damn good answer, because Liz Plank is our amazing guest today. Yes, she is. What's a good answer? Wait, what? Uh, so... <laughs> The, the, that's a damn good answer is the drink mm -hmm. because she was uh, oh yes <laughs> so it's uh, it's inspired by Liz's iconic response to this interview question on her man on a podcast and, and Liz qualified to speak about masculinity and she she just basically like owns everybody because of how well spoken uh, well educated she is on the subject you just can't you know you can't fight a smart person a person who's smarter than you I guess <laughs> like me oh what's happening so she's this drink has uh, seed lip garden. It's got some concentrated green tea, celery syrup, and fresh lemon juice. It's just mm. really fresh and yeah. and uh, it's a smart drink like Liz Plank. Yeah, she is so smart. I can't wait to hang out. Yeah, and I also just love seeing, like I, I've identified as a feminist and um, for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it was like, I never really tried to identify. Like I wasn't like, I identify. I just kind of was like, yeah, no, this shit makes sense to me. I'm just doing what feels good. Yeah. Like, fe like I think coming off of Disney, mm -hmm. like with Kim Possible specifically, mm -hmm. I was like, no, nah, like like women in uh, the same room is like really intoxicating for me. Like anytime, like even when I go to like mom events, mm -hmm. like if I go to mom events and you can see that these women are just like dying for female energy, you know, like outside of like their husbands or their kids. Right, I wouldn't know that, but I get what you're saying. It's so <clears throat> wonderful to like come home from them you just feel so good about oh, yourself. Oh, I love that. When you can be like surrounded by like supportive women that are like enjoying life. I know, and I think it's the patriarchy that makes us believe that we're not, you know, I mean, uh, simpatico. Can it's we so talk about it, jealousy for a second? Because we'd mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. You were like, we have these parallel careers, um, but like there was this this strange like jealousy to be friends. But then I actually want to address at other times how we had these parallel parallel careers, but that there was all this jealousy to like kind of like try to either compete with similar roles, because you know, we were both Belle. Yes. Um, but we, I actually am curious if you had auditioned for Belle at the same time that I had auditioned for Belle? No, When no. I was 19. No, honey, you're so much older than me. Why would you, <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't know why I think that's so funny. No, I, I didn't. I auditioned for Belle the one time and one time only, and that was the time I got Okay, yeah. all right, interesting. I no. wonder why you, first of all, I wonder why you weren't on the short list, because they were desperately looking for somebody on the network, and you were on the mm. network for sure. But maybe you were like actively on the TV show too. I could have so, I you, think I was sort of, I, I think it's a lot of things. You're just overshadowed. The focus isn't on you. Um, mm, it's the same thing. People didn't know. That was like the era of Raven being really front and center. Yeah, of course, there was, that was the way it was going, and I, I was fine. I, I don't know. I think if you're not pushing, 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 saying, look at me, look at me, look at me, it's not mm, going to happen. And I've just never been that person. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy I, to be I, like I've never been that person. I'm actually yeah. like, my mother would, I remember when I would do a show, she'd come to the theater with, she would never have flowers for me. And she would never say she was proud of me in front of anybody. She never wanted anyone. This is to, your mother? Mother. Oh, and, and she loved me. And I knew she thought I was talented. And she'd say it in the privacy of her own home, but never in front of someone. She never wanted anyone to think she was a stage mother. Mm -hmm. And she wanted people to think like, this is just my life and my career. And I take it seriously. So I don't need you. Yes. That me. Okay. Sorry. So anyway, I, I think I always do this modest thing. I suck. I suck. I suck. I even think Chelsea was like a little bit oh, yeah. me in the sense of sort of hiding herself or being well, I I gotta be honest with you. I felt like you were kind of sometimes treated like a prop. Oh, for sure, for sure. And sometimes I let that happen. Yeah, you know. Well, um, and I was young, and I was just happy for the job, and yeah. still am. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. of course. You're, it's not like you're not grateful. No. Look, I think it's. I think I don't know why I got off topic with this because, but when we talk about folks like Liz who are inviting so many different voices mm. to the table mm -hmm. and how does she unites people. Mm -hmm. I think it's really poetic that like we've united and like I remember, okay, so here's a story. I'm a little scared of how you're gonna take this. Oh. But when we, when I came to see you, I, I thought, so I thought you didn't like me for a, like a little bit. Oh my God. I know, I know, I know, I know. But well, you really, I am really surprised. Y'all, I'm really surprised about this conversation. I was like, is she gonna say something I know already? Wait a minute. Uh, because, when did you meet me? When did we? So here's the thing. I came to the last, um, the last performance of, of Beauty and the Beast. 
And I don't even they, remember. It's okay that you don't. Sorry. And it, this is all in the past anyway. But I do think it's interesting because I came to the last, that last performance of mm -hmm. Beauty and the Beast because they invited all the bells to come. And uh -huh, it was a uh -huh. huge press blitz. Oh, there yes, was like we did that photo thing. on the stairs or something. Is that what it was? With it Debbie was, Gibson. Oh, wow. And, like all the bells were together or yes, something and they had a stage. Wow, yes. that's like. Like 13 of us. It's like piecing it together, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But I remembered, I remembered And feeling, you're in that photo. And I was, I, I hope so. But I yeah. feel, I remember feeling so <laughs> triggered by having to, like, because after Bell, I would wake up in tears and I had nightmares of doing, like, I was doing the kicks from Be Our Guest. Yeah. I would literally have this, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No, I don't know. People probably don't even know what we're talking, you know. They obviously, do. You there's kick a kick line. Yeah. There's a kick line in Be Our Guest. It's a big part of the show. And I I, I just know exactly what you're talking about. You so do? Funny. Yeah. Well, I had nightmares. Yeah, I would, I'd kicks. have nightmares that I wouldn't do the kicks. I mean, yeah. it's the same nightmare of, like, going on stage naked or forgetting your lines. or. But right. I never, I never had recurring nightmares. Even now, I, I don't have them. I cleared those. Okay. But. For me, that stage fright that we've talked about in the past was so real that like going back to Lundfontaine or uh, did you move? Were you always- No, we were at Lundfontaine, yeah. Going back to that, yeah. you know, and I had that whole psychic thing happen to me there, like right at that stage door. And it was just like, it, it brought up so much in me that I think I projected it onto you because I was like, doesn't she want to meet me? Like, don't, doesn't she want to like see me? And so it was- I know what that's like though. I do that all the time with people. I think they, it's ego a little bit, oh, right? Oh, totally ego, totally and, ego. And it's, but that stems from insecurity and uh -huh. I know exactly what you're talking about, but no- But then I, I was like, no, but like, this is her time and I need to like understand that. And it was, it was a little humbling to come back and I hadn't been working and I think I had been like, it had, I'd had, I'd seen a lot. It, it was just a really rough time for right, me. Right, right. So, so I think I was jealous of where you were because had I not gone down a dark path right after Bell, mm -hmm. I felt like, oh man, like it was just me projecting. One hundred. I'm totally on working and unpacking this right I'm now. I'm sure it's a lot of that, and I'm sure I could have done a better job of in, of including not, you and including not, everybody, staying no. in the moment, remembering. Of course, you I were was, going through your shit. Well, and also we had we on it. We had Donny Osmond that last night, and mm. I just remember like you know, freaking out about that because you have to have an extra rehearsal mm -hmm. and my mother came come into town and yeah, it's just it's a, a lot. It's a, all of it's a lot. But we need to no, recognize. I've never not liked you. I've always liked you. Good. I liked you the second I met you on Circle of Life. Oh, me Isn't too. that where we met? Yeah, I liked you too. Oh, I liked you. You, you were, were the so same real. person then. Yeah, well, yeah. Better. You're better and now. And so nice to us. It was like you really, I really honestly, wanted to be your friend. it seemed like you needed Raven and me. I did It seemed him. like you were struggling it a little sucked. bit in some way. I didn't have any friends because, uh, you know, Shia was a friend. Also, I was like, you got your boot breasts yes, on at 19 yeah. and I was like I mean no judgment but I was a little like wow is she okay kind a of thing little. yeah no I wasn't so but but so I don't know what it was it was it but it did feel like this inherent like girls need to be like competitive with one another again it's brought to you by the patriarchy that this this thought that women can't get along that we don't get along it's just not true and we just need more opportunities to do that but I won't keep preaching and saying the same thing I'm, I'm sure Liz will come in and talk about that yeah. in a much more eloquent way than, than myself have you ever had an odd you know I think these auditions too mm -hmm. you know one time oh let me tell this quick story mm -hmm. one time I went to an audition for Chicago Chicago mm -hmm. the musical mm -hmm. and I got down to the last bit and it was me and <gasps> I, I know where this say, is going um, was it what? Go ahead. I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, so, so it was me and another girl, and I won't say her name. Um, I won't say this girl's name, but we were the last two, and I, I was, we, you know, we knew it was one of us. We knew it was one of us, and we were sitting outside, and I was kind of trying to bond with her outside of the, rehe the rehearsal room where we were auditioning, and I was kind of like just complaining in a way that actors do. And I was I've like, I've done Ugh. that too. I did that to Lindsay Lohan, and it backfired. Oh my badly. god! Oh, of course, this backfired. Okay, you got to tell me that. Okay, but then, okay. Oh, we have so many. Um, <laughs> but. We were sitting in the rehearsal thing, um, and I was saying, oh, God, can you believe we've been here so long? I can't believe they keep us here for so long. It's been six hours. You know, you'd think they'd feed us, something like that. I was yeah. like, I got to catch a flight. I, I really don't know what I'm going to do. And what she said to me is, you know, a lot of people would feel really lucky to be where you are right now. What the fuck? I was like, read the room. <laughs> I wanted to say, do you know who I am? Oh! No, of course. I she she put me in a well, hole. Well, you wanted to say that she out was of, messing with me. You wanted to say it out of defensiveness. I was like, "What are you like, talking about, girl? I'm not talking. really complaining. I'm trying to bond with you about this I situation." Know. And honestly, we were there way too long, uh -huh. way too long, uh -huh. and they ended up giving the part to Ashley Simpson. 
that, that, who did, wasn't even there to audition. But it was like, girl, come on, we've been rehearsing. And I was like, she was trying, she wanted to freak me out. She wanted to mess with my head. And but, she absolutely did. I'll never forget it. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Ew. Who I've would you never say been that? that girl. You type A. I have never been that girl to of be in an audition not. room and be a shitty person. No, I've we're, always, supposed to, we're supposed to be uh, the actors who talk shit about the, you know, yeah. the, the about audition the pro- process. Well, all, yeah. How hard it is to audition. It's so yeah. hard to audition. And we don't, you don't get paid to audition. You don't get paid to learn all that stuff. You don't get paid mm-hmm. to fly out and mm-hmm. all that, you know. Well, that's a part of this whole... You got to tell me the Lindsay Lohan thing. Okay, okay. So... Oh, my God. Are we sure? Oh, my God. We can save it for some other time. Oh, no. Let's do it. Okay. So, basically... Basically... Okay. Basically... Basically, I was at a club... What had happened? And I was Belle, and I was at a club in New York. And I uh, saw Joey Fatone was there, and then... Lindsay Lohan was there and I'd never met her before and I had heard some things uh-huh. you know I'd heard no. some things I'd heard some things <laughs> and I was like ah, I'm gonna try maybe she's misunderstood she's a little younger than me she's cool mm-hmm. like let me let me try to go in there and like I'm so socially awkward let me save her <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking but I walk up to her and I'm like uh. I was like you know so and so yeah she's a bitch and uh and she taught oh no that's when it wasn't what I said I said you know so and so I was like she really hates you you said, she said some, She said some really horrible shit to oh, you. Oh, no. You're and like, she, I'm going to bond with this girl. Yeah, by over with something her. No. negative. And no, you know what? She, no. she looked at me and she goes, she's probably, I don't even know, half cocked too. And she looked at me and she was like, you should have heard what she said about you. <gasps> oh, oh my. Wait, who are you talking? You can't say who you're talking about. Who do you think I'm talking about? Uh, I'm so bad about this. Stuff. Oh, who? No. no. Um, I don't want to. I don't. Uh, you can't. Don't say that. People can figure it out. I, I bet they will figure it out. I'm too Ooh. dumb to even remember. Was it somebody? It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. Um, you can find me in the club. But why I was I? Need. But that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, like I was so socially awkward. But my go-to yeah. as a female in the 2000s was to shit on another woman. Like that was how I wanted to bond with somebody. Lilo put me in my place, and she was right for doing that. Yeah, but nobody wants to be told a, a negative thing about themselves. But I so get yeah, it. I, have, I, I totally get right it. Now that I'm, and oh, you were then, like, but I was protecting you. I, I had your back when somebody was saying something shitty about you. It's like, yeah, but now I'm just thinking about the shitty things somebody said about me, not what how much you saved me. Thank you. Oh my but gosh. that's so funny. Isn't you know that, this one in a totally different direction, but I'm happy with where it's going, yeah. especially with, you know, Liz being the guest. But yes. I do want to talk about, you know, we did mention the patriarchy. Something that a lot of people are trying to, you know, play into right now is like Kennergy and like guys being like mm-hmm. allies. Mm-hmm. And I find that it's really spooky, especially having two daughters, that like nice guys can actually be way more predatory. Oh, what do you mean? Okay, so I married, like, I want to consider my husband like an ex-bad guy. And I think that's why karma has given him two beautiful daughters. Healthy, thank you. God. Ex bad guy. Gosh, he doesn't seem so bad Not to me. Bad guy, but he was a he was a hoe. Like he was he did his thing. And oh, I see. Uh, uh, girl, an he was an a F-boy. marine. Like yes, like he's and and he knows what he's doing. Like he's uh, he's amazing. And like I love that he's a retired bad boy. Mm-hmm. Like who now is like a great dad, mm-hmm. but he's also terrified. Like what does that say about your gender? If you're like, oh my god, my daughters, I can't have them be dating men. You know, like I think it's so cool when men have uh, daughters. I think they look at women like, in such a new cool light. Like when, I just they're I, instant feminists. They're called girl dads, uh-huh. and you know Obama's a girl dad, and there's like Kobe's girl dad, and like that mm-hmm. whole girl dad culture is so healthy mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. for men to experience. Sometimes I really do w- hope that somebody that I know from behind, I'm like, you know what? I hope God gives you a daughter so that you can fucking fix yourself. I, know, I feel like you're talking about a nice guy specifically, some nice guy. That- okay. All right. So I dated a couple quote unquote nice guys. Okay. First guy I, I ever dated, I thought was a nice guy. Um, okay. I lost my virginity to this guy. Okay. He was, um, you know, an actor and I thought I was out of his league. You know, I was much taller than him. Mm-hmm. You can all look it up. I'm much taller than him. Um, mm, yeah. Interesting. It's like, where's Waldo of gossip? Totally. Oh, remember um, where's Waldo? Remember highlights? I know. Remember There's Goofus some, and Gallant? So basically, I gave this, I dated this nice guy. I gave him my virginity, which, to which he also was like, um, not respectful of that really. Um, but I won't go into that detail to get too dark. But it was one of those things where I found out years later that he, friends of his really thought that he was doing some horrible things to women who would be visiting his home, like filming them. And whether this is true or not, um, I just, I'm not, I'm not assuming anything, but there was another time that like, I think I was drunk and he kind of took advantage of it. And it wasn't when we were dating either. Like, I think people sometimes either understand the concept of consent and I, I can't, can't Wait, understand what are you it. It's well, a fine line. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example of a nice guy, Jono Wilson. He's such a nice Has guy. Has he always been a nice guy? Uh-huh. 
Really? Yeah. Because no, but when I think nice guy, what I'm talking about is like beta males. And I know this is like a horrible thing, but beta males are guys that are like, they don't have like- Males, um, but also fish. Fish, but also male. I love it. This sounds very sexy. <laughs> beta males are submissive men that are a little bit like, they don't, they're not super muscular. Like they're, okay. they're mm-hmm. not like, they're, like, they're um, not a part, they don't consider that yeah, maybe metro, but also like they let women sort of take the lead. And so- the concept of a betel male is from a very patriarchal point of view. Mm-hmm. We should totally be asking Liz this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to let you know that like, I do feel like guys that say that they're nice guys aren't necessarily the answer. Right, right. They're just not. You got to watch out for everybody. Don't I mean, trust anybody. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm more worried about the bad guys, <laughs> but I guess... Um, but then here's the thing. Would you rather see... Would you rather get knifed in the back or would you rather get knifed in the front? Are these my options? These are my options. <laughs> these are your fucking um, options. Could you, if you get knifed in the front, at least you can see it coming. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to see it coming. I want it to be over. I don't want to know who has that terrible evil in them. You know what I mean? Did you see what I'm saying? Okay. Yes, I sure do. <laughs> I just love you're that we so have You're so smart, Christy. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love you. I do actually know what you're saying. And I love you. And yeah. um, it's just funny. Like when you say nice guy, I mean, I do think of Jono. Like he's always, oh, he's, he's truly done gem. nothing bad. He's no, done and none. he's not beta. He's very no, much a man's man. No, no, And he makes yeah. decisions and all that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't do it. Yeah. But I, I just, it's like one of those people like, like, yeah, he hasn't been through like trauma. Mm. You know, so he really He's is clean. Clean, I so, yeah, and a, just a wonderful man. I'm sorry, I just I love that you love your boyfriend. I love him so much. Yeah. I do. I really yeah. do. All right, so let's talk to Liz Plank, an award-winning journalist, international best-selling author. She's been an executive producer of several critically acclaimed digital series at Vox Media and NBC News. Um, she's the CEO of Liz Plank's Productions and a columnist for MSNBC. How freaking cool is that? I can't I believe know. she agreed to do this show with I know. dumb old Chelsea Daniels. Just oh, kidding. Stop it. Um, Liz, where's re- your lunchbox? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you carry a line? If you make me say that line, I'm just kidding. I'll say it on Cameo for a hundred dollars. Hell, fucking yeah. Um, uh, she, she hosts Synced, a podcast with Monica Padman yes. and Dax Shepard. There's and so many things on here. No, I know. It's just impossible. She's a genius. We're gonna welcome her to the show. And we're gonna welcome her. You welcome, Liz. Welcome, Liz. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Big name bitch is here with the biggest bitch. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, I mean, love it. she can answer our question about that. Whether I mean, that's yeah. feminist or not, a- exactly in application, etc., etc. Liz, we have Liz this drink. Plank. We have uh, Liz. We have this. Uh, that's a damn good answer. Mocktail named after you. <laughs> yes, of course. And we all know that that was inspired by Liz's iconic response to that interview question. <laughs> what makes you qualified to speak about masculinity on the Man Enough podcast? Which I, I have, she is the po- original podcast queen. Oh, like I have too many. Uh, Podcast. This no. girl has a lot of podcasts. <laughs> I, yeah. No, right? you're incredible. And this is an in, a, the most beautiful podcast setup I've ever been a part of. <laughs> okay. well, we yeah. got that going for us. Thank impressed. you. Thank you. Um, we look beautiful. That's what they say. <laughs> it's um, like after you see a show and everybody sucks and you're like, well, the costumes were great. No. <laughs> no, it's like it's very like professional and beautiful and girly and powerful. Thank um, you. So Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm super into it. Thank, Thank you. you. You know that who means actually, a lot coming from you. But do you know who actually inspired all this was Z-Way. Oh my God. Uh-huh. Did she come on your show? Not yet. I came on her show okay. in October. Right. And I told her that you got to go on Z-Way's show. Um, but Z-Way's amazing. And amazing. Like, so like, smart. I have so. a, a little funny Z-Way story. Yes. Before she was the most famous woman in the world. She <laughs> Hanging out with Emrata. Uh, yes. Uh, and, you know, yes. Uh, the uh, She's also, like, has an amazing, you know, TV show. Like, yeah. she's just the most iconic. And everyone knew it. You know, it was, mm-hmm. like, knowing, like, probably how it felt to know Barbara Streisand, like, before she was discovered. <laughs> but Z-Way emceed my little shitty book party uh, when, when like my little book came out four years ago. And I think I literally paid her like, I shouldn't say this because I did, I wouldn't, I didn't pay anybody, but I was like, I'll pay you. But it's so, I think I paid her You're like, like, this is what bucks. I have. Will yes. You do I was yeah. like, could you emcee? And she was like, yeah, yeah. of course. Aww. And she emceed my book party, which is, you know, Aww. now would be worth a b- billion. She's priceless. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know what her rate is, but. I know her now. And I'm like, I feel like she doesn't do anything without intention and purpose yes. and, and like her own reason for doing it. She's she, so yes. empowered. She mm-hmm. is so empowered. And she's so herself like yeah. if I used to go see her shows at the bell house she would do these like shows again which were like a mix of kind of a, a music video to a to like a stand-up and improv show and and it was just like you knew you were watching just someone like, who was yeah fully fully like stepped into who she is I, and, I really yeah. am so surprised that this is my first time meeting Liz in person we've 
we've talked. Uh, yeah, I'm too I've surprised too. The way you're talking to each other seems like you know each other already. Oh, uh, mm. it's weird. It's that parasocial that I always I cash in on. But <laughs> folks are so great, even when they're truly authentic. I think you can spot that authenticity too as a social media addict that mm. I am. Yeah. Um, but it's really great that I I have a privileged way of communicating with social media creators because I'm just like, hey. Do you know me? And they're like, I was a fan of yours. I'm like, fuck yeah, we can be friends. Um, but it's me swinging and hoping that it, I knock it mm -hmm. out of the park. And it's like with Liz, I was just so pleased. So mm -hmm. I interviewed you, but now you have a new podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With Monica Patton, mm -hmm. her friend. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. Which you're, And you're in sync, I hear. You're in sync. We're sync. You're synced. Um, yeah, so <laughs> because that's, you're in sync. We're in sync, yeah. We, we're, we're just, well, it, they're back together too, yeah. everybody. So. Is that happening? I think it is. Why else okay. would Justin Timberlake march up on that stage. What stage? What did I miss? Oh, they were at the VMAs. The whole everything. NSYNC oh. came on the VMAs oh. together, including Justin Timberlake. Okay. And he was always the one that was like, I'm doing my own thing. Right. Wow, like oh, what a great Timberlake. Justin Timberlake yeah, impression. That was impression. Great. I love that you mentioned Barbara Streisand. No one mentions this Barbara Streisand. Are you Jewish? I think, no, I'm not, <laughs> but I feel like get I out. am. Gonna... I feel like I am. I know. I feel, does anyone tell you that? Like, it's like, I feel like I'm supposed to be. I'm not, but I'm supposed to be. I feel that too. That's so funny. Maybe it's because you're so. Liberal and a feminist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, Why did I just I, eat I my entire? I just ate my entire cucumber, and now I'm regretting it. Uh, where do you start with Liz? You're so smart. I told Christy before this started that I'm terrified Why? to interview because you're so well spoken on the su a subject I really care about. And I was, my mother was a feminist, and you know yeah. I call myself a feminist, but I'm not as well educated. Can we? Can you talk about what we were talking about before we pressed play on the camera about? tampons and how uh, not readily available they are when women travel. Yeah, there. Uh, this is a topic we could spend the entire episode talking about this, and I would, I would, we would still not have enough time, right, um, mm -hmm. to talk about just how important this is. When we were sitting down, you said that you got your period today, and mm -hmm. I, just, and you're traveling, and like it's just there's some every time I if you're a woman and you travel a lot or a person gets a period and you travel a lot you it will inevitably happen that you'll be in the middle of nowhere um at a hotel mm -hmm. and you'll get your period mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden not only do you have to find out where the you know the conference center is or like how the shower curtain works or whatever right. but mm -hmm. now you also have to like find like a CVS or find a pharmacy yeah. that's open right that's mm -hmm. and every time I, I just think why is there a bible in my hotel room, but there's no tampons. Yeah. Like, why is there? But why is there? You would know the answer to because that. Because of patriarchy. patriarchy. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, patriarchy. it all goes back to that. Yeah. yeah everything does. <laughs> does come back to that. What's, but particularly that one. Like, a Bible. It's 2023, right? And we were just talking about, like, if there's someone who's ever prayed on a Bible I, in a hotel room, mm -hmm. we, we need to know. Like, because I've never met a person who's pride, prayed on a Bible, but I've met a lot of people who've needed tampons in totally. hotels. You know something that also kind of remembers reminds me of how the homeless community has such a hard time with mm -hmm. um, with getting their periods, you know, and not having enough resources oh, for that. Yeah. Not, not, uh, not to mention underwear and socks and a million other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but the, the tampon thing is, is a really big uh, yes. critical... I think there's a lot of advocacy surrounding that. There's, too. there's, yeah. I mean, there's like a right. We talk about the period tax or period poverty, right? The, the idea that again, they're they're young girls in the United States, right? We don't obviously we think about other countries and developing nations where it's even worse, but they're they're American girls who literally don't go to school or can't afford, you know, to 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 leave their house mm -hmm. really because they can't afford um, sanitary napkins and and products um yeah. and then there's also a luxury do you know that tampons are considered a luxury item um so they're taxed yeah, in many tax. states yeah, yeah it's terrible and, uh like other things like lard and viagra I'm, is not because viagra is not a luxury yeah. um, oh, necessary. <laughs> what's your definition of feminism <laughs> oh what's yours because i i think like why don't you think, why do you think I know more about fe feminism than you do? Because you're so, are you joking? Because you've done the research, because you've talked uh -huh. to many people about it, you've made a career of, of it, because yeah. every time I hear you speak, I think you're probably more well-read than me and just uh, educated. I'm yeah. not as educated. But I don't think, see, like, that's where I, I'm like, what a bummer, because to me, and I'm probably, I'm part of the problem, and we, we, we think about this for me enough, and particularly when I started writing about men and masculinity, uh, where I was like, a lot of men literally don't know what masculinity is means. And so here I am trying to challenge their definition of masculinity, but they don't even no. know what it is. And again, it's not that I know more what masculinity is. I'm literally a woman. Mm -hmm. um, but that it's tied to this idea of, 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 again, education or that you have to have read a certain book or know a certain way to talk about it. You know, it, it's kind of a way that we end up kind of gaslighting our, ourselves, right? And 
and to me, feminism is not about learning. It's about unlearning, right? It's mm. it's not about, oh, what do I need to know? It's like, what do I need to unknow? And and sort of what did I pick up that's not mine? What's oh, been programmed? In yeah, the- programmed into me and like, who am I really? And and so yeah, I I feel like you don't have to know all the th- and so that's why I'm curious like what your and what your definition is is going to be completely different. Yeah, my from mine. I guess my definition. Yeah. I always think that this like you know it's taboo to be a feminist, right? But it's like obviously believing in the rights for of, of women and yeah. But I always think people think being feminine is being more like boys in the sense that right. we need our own action movie too, mm-hmm. and we need to be let into the army too. Well, you look at like, the Snow White thing that just happened, and a lot of people. So there's a new Snow White live action coming out oh, right. and uh, the actress was uh, asked Rachel, about it uh, yeah and she was asked this poor girl can't catch a break because first she wasn't invited to the Oscars or something oh, and then boo-hoo. they didn't I wasn't invited to the Oscars either <laughs> I well, a lot of people will agree with you but <laughs> they were upset because she came on the red carpet and she was like yeah Snow White sucked and it was really problematic and we're not going to do it at all and then um, Gal Gadot was like yeah and there's no prince no prince at all everyone's like come on can't we have some Disney magic like can't we be feminist wow. enough Our did you not see that no why do I I feel like we're living on a different planet this is a so different fun. algorithm a different algorithm yeah. um no so that's so interesting so yeah I don't think like the idea that we don't have a prince and that the prince is the problem in Disney princess movies are, yeah. is a little right I mean it's, again it's it's one way to see it but I don't think it should be the ultimate way to see it and I've been actually thinking so much about the definition of feminism mm-hmm. uh recently because We've been in the summer of Barbie, the summer of Beyonce, yes. Taylor Swift, and um, girl math and girl dinner, and I, there's such a, a celebra- you know celebration mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. girlhood. But what it something really feels like different in the air, where it's not a feminism. Like Me Too was a reaction to men; it was a response to men. Yeah, it and wasn't it was, feminism. It, I mean it. It, it, I think it was. It was just us in, asking men to leave us alone and not rape us anymore. It, it was like just normal rights. Yes, and but it was very much rooted in like in men and and men's actions. Mm-hmm. And this feels like it doesn't really concern men. And it's not even like oh, it's not about you. Like we hate you. It's like this is not about you. This is about us defining what womanhood is, what girlhood is, like as our own culture, as our own language, mm-hmm. coming up with our own labels and our own, you know, words uh, and, and and connections and sort of community. And that's a really, really new thing. I, I, I don't think that we've, even if I think back, I, I don't know, I'm 36, I don't know how old you are, but like thinking back at the Spice Girls or thinking about even like Girl Boss, right? Like the 2010s and the early 2000s, yeah. it was still the idea of like, I can be just like a man. Mm-hmm. I can be just as, you know, hungry and ambitious and mm. um, take up just as much space as men. And then I'm equal to men. And this is not about proving that we're equal to men. It's not about this proving, like proving that we're- we exist. Yeah. And, and that we're our own people and men yeah. actually- And that we're very different and how beautiful those yes. differences are. But and men then, actually, I feel like what I love about Liz is that she's always inviting men to the table in even with Man Enough podcast, which you've done for years now. Yeah, we started in the pandemic actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And and I remember seeing it and it was like, oh, is that, that, that's a that really macho actor from- mm-hmm. um, Jane the Virgin. From Jane the yeah. Virgin. But he's not that guy at all. Yeah. He's not this machisto like guy that he was in the in the show. Mm-hmm. And it was really beautiful yeah. to see that, that, that and yeah. you being a part of that conversation. And, and again, Again, to your point, I think that men have been just invite, like invited, right? Like we are seeing men at Taylor Swift concerts, Beyonce concerts, mm-hmm. who are doing girl dinner, right? They're, they're going they're to part, the Barbie movie. And they're going to see the Barbie movie. And yes, and it's not like you know you have to act this way or you have to shut up. It's like yeah, come to our party, but we, it's our party, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that's that's cool. So what was the problem with the lean in culture? Can you explain that to people? So lean in yeah. was a book that came out that I feel like predated what we're talking about now. Yeah which is, I think, more... What was the problem it? With was it was 10 years ago, which is... I always think about numbers, and like, I think numbers are meaningful. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I think... I mean, it was... I just moved to... I'm Canadian, and I just moved to the States to work as a journalist. And so... I And Lena just kind of came out, and it was all about this idea... Right? right uh, Rachel Sandberg. Cheryl Sandberg. Cheryl Sandberg, Sandberg, I know. Um, Cheryl Sandberg, who, <laughs> yeah. you know, has... Andy Sandberg? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she had this viral TED Talk, which I remember seeing as a 22, 24-year-old, right? Yeah sort of young woman coming out of, you know, school where she said, 
and it, it, the entire thesis of the TED talk was so simple. It was like negotiate your salary mm. and telling women, by the way, men are doing this and women aren't telling each other to do this. So I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea. The first time I was offered a salary, like, uh, you know, a job, it was $35,000 a year. And I was like, thank you so much. Yeah. I was like, I got to shake his hand before he takes it back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's how I thought offers yeah. worked. And uh, if you're listening, um, you should always negotiate mm. your, your any offer, right? Mm. And men do it all the time. And women, you know, didn't have that kind of a lot of women didn't have that kind of knowledge. So it was the idea of not just that, but taking that to a whole other level in terms of being a woman in the workplace that, you know, lean in, don't lean out. And particularly for women who have kids or who, you know, end up kind of pulling out of things um, in, 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 in the workplace, like mm -hmm. take more space and act kind of like act like a man. Mm -hmm. Like it, I, I'm oversimplifying it. Obviously. I've seen those I mean, things where they say the, right over, over confidence or, or, or yeah, like people say like I pretend code. like I'm a white male when I write my emails or yes. something. I've seen people Carry say yourself that. with the confidence of a white man. That was like the <laughs> tote bag of 2013. Yeah. And obviously it was a very, it was, you know, criticized. It was celebrated and I think it did a lot of good, but then also, you know, it was very white. It was very centric to that was the women problem. who were going to afford. Wasn't, it was a privileged viewpoint. Yes. And, yeah, and yeah. girl bossing, I think was an extension of mm. that too, which again had good intentions, but well, it became the the same kind of version, right? I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I love everything you're. I'm just tracking so much. Um, it's like you know when I see black creators, especially female black creators, they don't get paid nearly as much as all these like Utah yeah. moms, mm -hmm. you know. And it's mm -hmm. it is it is very troubling. Yes, and yeah. it's happening at every level of society. And if women approach feminism. Um, if white women approach feminism as trying to get, you know, ahead mm -hmm. all the time instead of seeing it as freedom yes. and not just freedom for me, but freedom for, for everyone you know, that it's everybody. better for everyone. Exactly. Including men yes. including and everything men. Every, and everything in between. Yeah. What do you think about what, how do you, um, handle the news? How do you process the news? Like when you see sexism and things happening, like does it ever take you down? And and uh -huh. what do you think about Lizzo? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> We're going there. What do I think about Lizzo? I, I haven't read the latest on Lizzo. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, Oh, look, I think, look, we're, if we, this like a whole other direction totally. or a whole other conversation, but we talk a lot about cancel culture, but my friend, uh, Nitika Chopra always says like, we need to talk about pedestal culture. We focus so much on the canceling, but why was Lizzo put on this pedestal? Again, she's incredible. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve to be praised and admired. But this is a good point. But we put people on pedestals and then we go, you're perfect. You're amazing. And then they make a mistake Ugh. or again, they're not, they're human. And mm. we go knock you out and bring you lower than, know. you know, any human. Right. So it's like, we're all equal. I right. Know. And we're all like, people are great. You're great. And mm. you're different than me. You're mm. different. You're doing your own thing. And we're all special and unique. But like this, I, the, the, the sort of ranking that we have, I think um, to better pick other people up, same thing with bullying, right. And yeah. school, I mean, they're just taking her down to big, bring yes. themselves up. Isn't yes. It the and it's just a little, you know, again, especially I, with women, sorry, the yes. Jimmy Fallon thing seems to be moving much faster than. Yes. Well, that too, we're very, I mean, and that's a little bit, you know, coming back to Taylor Swift and Beyonce, because everything comes back to Taylor Swift and Beyonce. <laughs> um, uh, you know, Taylor, Actually, but like Beyonce in 2013, I remember, was called a terrorist by Bell Hooks, a very prominent feminist scholar, because she was seen as catering to the male gaze. Taylor Swift whoa. was right. Like you just write about men and boys and boyfriends. And she was right. There were when I look back at even though it's a little bit what happened to with the Britney doc, where we started sort of reevaluating the way that we've treated women in the past. Uh -huh. And this is not just like I'm not saying men said that we've we we did that. Mm -hmm. Right. All of us, it, yes. we, it's really in, in, internalized. And so mm -hmm. I think it's really fascinating. But but yeah, when it comes to sexist news. I always love a reframe. Mm -hmm. I think like I do that in my day-to-day -day life. I do it with news stories. And that's what I have a substack called Airplane Mode that's all about solution-based journalism. Yes, yes. solution-based. And so what yes. is the solution? What is the solution? I was I wanted to ask, sorry, did I am I interrupting too much? Uh, my mother, when I was growing up and yes. mass murders were happening, yes. not nearly as much as they are today, my uh, mother would be so sad. Do you have uh, like Summer of Sam kind of stuff? I'm talking about mass murders, any kind of time a, a boy usually it is usually oh, a man, which I people see. get really mad if yeah. you say that. True. Um yeah. Uh, shoots up a school. My mother made me a shirt and I wore it to school. And now I think back on it and it said mass murder has a gender, mm. which definitely wow. stated out the problem. Yeah. But didn't give a solution. Not right. as Your if mom I, was an angry feminist. She was very angry. I get it because of, <laughs> because of being dealing with this for so, so mm. long. I mean, she would have been, so, she died before Trump came about. But um, 
Yeah, she was really upset that we never really um, honed in on men. I know we're talking about not honing in on men, but really getting them the therapy they need instead of all the football that they think they need. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder, (laughs) what is the solution? What is your dream for the future? What could it look Hmm. like? What do we do to get out of this? And in that, talking about Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift and Lizzo and Beyonce, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, I always wonder, I know it's not their responsibility, but I always wonder where they are, Mm -hmm. why they don't speak up like you. Do Mm -hmm. they care? I know that they'll get I wonder like they have pull they could really move the needle they have yeah. billions and billions of like dollars. why wouldn't they spend their political capital I don't know I just know yeah. they could yeah so that yeah. it's money um, I don't get it well money is the reason for a lot of stuff of course um, but I I think those are all really really valid questions and really really valid feelings right like I again I think in day-to-day life and in feminist activism and journalism right like all the things that we're doing I think we have to accept and like fully process and feel the emotions that we're feeling. So Mm -hmm. yeah, on some days I'm just so pissed off and I'm so annoyed. And particularly when Roe was overturned, Mm -hmm. um, I was really angry. I I, I had the same feeling that you did, but I then revert to like, okay, what is the, not like the positive spin? Cause I'm, it's not a toxic positivity thing, Hmm. but it's a, it can't take us under. We can't go under. We gotta keep moving on. And our brains will focus like it's called negativity bias it's a behavioral science principle right like if there's um you know a huge positive thing going on in 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 your life or many of them but there's one negative thing your your brain is going to think about that negative that that negative thing for longer and more quickly Mm -hmm. we process literally people frowning right more more quickly than a person smiling at us interesting that is going to mark us that is going to stay with us so yes when roe is overturned that's just so sad there's so much to be sad about and devastated about but where the solution lies i think is in men's identities like when we approach men with the idea of choice and and sort of abortion rights i think that in the past first of all it's been seen as like a women's issue when to me abortion has always been like a genderless issue like of it's course. just a it's, it's just medical it's a medical health care exactly yeah. exactly and when we've approached it we say you know you should care about your mothers and your daughters and your sisters and your wives and all that stuff and i like you know, from a moral sense from a moral sense but yeah. even that makes you you a little squint a little bit you're like why do you you know why does it why does she have to be related to you for you to care about it why does why does right like it's we're kind of sick of even hearing them do that yeah. and so wh- where i've the way that I've been approaching it is like, why aren't you strong enough to stand and protect women? Like, what about you as a man? Like, I question, like, again, and it's not a, you're not a real man, but I question and want to know about what does it mean for you to protect women when women are not being protected and they're being um, threatened right under your, you know, watch. um, watch. And I think that a lot of men don't know what to do and they... Hmm. There are not a lot of models out there for mm-hmm. them to sort totally. of, right? Yes. I don't, there's, there's not the a lot of real bravery. Models. So this is a solution mm-hmm. to yes. get more models. Get more models. And for them, to, and, but also <laughs> models. more may models. <laughs> but for them to think about like, what does it mean to me a man to you? Because this isn't about me. Like, like obviously I'm affected because it's, it, you know, in, impacting my reproductive choice and freedom. But like, there's something wrong with you. Can mm-hmm. I like, you, who is your, who is the best model of, of healthy masculinity yes. that's existed? Yes. That's existed. I was going to ask that. Yeah. I mean, I know, boring. I know exactly the answer and it's been, it's been the same answer for the last like ten, decade. Donald it's, Trump. Right, yeah, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. Donald I knew it. Jay. I knew it. <laughs> somebody will like rip that off. <laughs> who, who, who? It's a, it's Ryan Gosling. I'm. Come oh, on. It's I love you. It's always been Ryan. Really? It's always been. Yeah, Ryan. I hear really? Really? Well, like, really? Eva. Eva's feminist, and I. Yeah, I would imagine I she would be with somebody. That. I mean, remember about the that. Hey Girl memes, right? And this was again. This oh, was yeah. ten years ago. This was peak. I. I would make those memes. I mean, I'm Canadian too, so I have a soft spot for him. Yeah. I think Canadian that. I mean, Ryan Gosling. Again, I don't know him personally. I'm not going to do pedestal culture and put him on a pedestal. But based on a lot of information, both insider and out and available information on the internet, mm-hmm. I do feel like he is a good model. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of men, are you in love? Is there a man who tickles your fancy who isn't able to be as much of a feminist as you are? 
Is there a man that I... Uh, uh, is or is it, there, are you in love? Oh, am I in love? No, am I in love? No, <laughs> no I'm not. I'm okay, not. I'm not. Okay, yeah. 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 yeah, probably because you haven't found a man uh, strong enough. Oh, yeah. No, I mean... There's it's, a, a really it, beautiful Sheryl Crow song that I love. Uh, yeah. Are yeah, you strong enough to be my man? Is she also Canadian or did I... No, I, I mean, every, I got married in Canada. You did? I got married in Banff. You? Oh, my gosh. I've never been to Banff. I really want to go. Please go. Wow. I'm gonna go. Why you guys talk about Canada? Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, oh, let's talk about Synced. So Synced, Synced yes. is your newest podcast. It is with Monica Padman, yes. and it, it's about being synced up when your when your periods are synced up, which I fucking love. Yes. But y'all also had just done a podcast where you guys got your eggs frozen together. We did and we documented the whole thing. We recorded every day and interviewed mm. like fertility experts and all kinds of people who want children, who people women who don't want children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was super super fun. And so then we, yeah, and it was all synced. Like we had our retrieval on the same day. We had our periods on the same day. And then for months, we were just synced. And so we called the sh- we launched a weekly podcast where we actually take listener questions. Um, oh, you know, smart. again, very unlicensed advice. Don't um, don't count on getting anything that is remotely um, good, but but definitely like speaking, you know, sort of talking it out with a friend, right? Yeah. That you would um, be able to sort of get advice from. And yeah. But I just want to know, truly, I really okay. want to know, like, am I wrong in the whole Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Ariana Grande, Selena Gomez, all these people with followers, like uh, me wanting them to say something about Roe v. Wade and Trump. Oh, like, yeah. do, you, do you think that they should? That's sort of their responsibility? Like, I'm, I just really want the world to change and, I, mm-hmm. and it you makes like me sad. You like want somebody to fucking do I it. Wanna, I, get I know that. I actually yeah. feel like I'm going to get sad, but like, I truly feel like we'll never have a female president. I, I Not that that's, that's so lifetime. low on the totem pole, but like, yeah, just definitely in our lifetimes, mm-hmm. I won't see the world as I want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I, what is the solution? Like, what can I imagine my nephew will grow up in? Yeah. By like, the way, and just, we're, we're just going to talk about Roe. We are winning the abortion oh for, we are you're no, so we right are you're so right. that does make me feel better it, like, sorry i keep bringing it to selena no. gomez i'm just like or all of all of the the women that i i just truly feel have control yeah because i feel like these this is it this yes. is the future i mean the, and the you, men i mean i i was like very and we you know had a challenging sorry we had a challenging conversation on the man of podcast mm-hmm. about talking about it and yeah. and there was resistance about bringing up abortion. Like is, you know, what about a per, and again, to their credit and you know, the, the men who work on the show and the, the men who I co-host the show with Jamie and, and, and Justin really going out and saying, yes, like we need to take a stance on this and actually silence is violence, um, in, yes. in this case. And so I, again, there are many men who didn't say anything, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of men who did. did yeah. And, and I need to just do my research and find them so I can feel better about well, it. Remember, Instead yeah. of talking about the problem, really being part of the solution, I'll be in a better, healthier state. It's like giving yes. back and giving, being yeah. of service. Of yes. course, when you see somebody who's struggling. And you are part of the solution. Remember that too, right? Like I think we can fall into the, this sort of like learned helplessness, right? And I and I fall into that too, where it's like, what's the point, right? And 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 we're just going backwards, right? and remembering like you have affected so many women, like you have affected girls and women that you don't, you've never even met, and you'll never meet, and boys, and and changed mm-hmm. people's minds, and even not even just with the work that you're doing with the podcast, but just in your daily life, yeah. Your mom, right? Like all of those things. Who are affected powerful. you? How did you become such a feminist? I mom, definitely had a, a feminist mom, have a feminist mom. Yes. Um, thankfully, she's still with us. Yeah. Um, and she, but but very, comba- I was like, get out of my face. <laughs> well, like, of course, I you're a teenager. Want I want to be, to. <laughs> yes, I'm going to, I didn't want to identify as a feminist. It was really? In the 90s. Like, of course again, not. You were hated. I mean, it, it was being identified as a Republican now or something. Yes, <laughs> and boys don't like feminists. Yes. And, by, and I guess still get that. People call me an, uh, annoying and loud and all those things, right? <sighs> it, it's unfeminine to <sighs> be not loud. Yeah, it's it's totally untrue. Um, and and again, I'm glad that she challenged me. I I've learned more from the women. I mean, I love being challenged. Period. And I I learned so much from my mom every day. But there are also differences and disagreements. Like the Barbie movie was one of them, where she didn't totally get it at first. And um and I think again, like that's so rich. How fun that we get to disagree about feminism. Like yeah. how fun yes, is, yes. is well, it? I was just going to ask you, are you proud it? to be an American? I'm not an American. Oh I'm a Canadian. Oh my yeah, God, I'm American. Um, okay, got it. So you're but a tourist. But I'm very proud. No, I'm my green card. I'll, I can't believe I'm not crying because every time I think about it, I'm really, 
really, really, really love this country. And I can't believe that I get to work here and live here. And I, I, I can't believe I have a green card. It I love the way you talk about all of this. It's oh. so positive and it doesn't take me down. It yeah. takes us up. That's great. Oh, I hope you run for president. Liz, oh my God. Liz, honestly, you would <laughs> have do. my vote I'm in serious. a fucking I, I want to vote for you. this this ticket. This <laughs> be so wonderful. Oh, let me have you ever got into politics? I know. I just interview politicians. That's what I do. Keep them fucking honest. Yes, that's yeah, even better. Yeah. Now, I do want to say one thing. What, what, how can we access your pod? Yes. So it's on the Armchair Expert umbrella. So Dak Shepard and Monica have Love. an amazing podcast called Armchair Expert. And if you go on their feed, it's on Spotify or anywhere you get your, your podcast. Um, you can get it every Wednesday. It's mm -hmm. called Synced. Um, and it's really fun. Send it. in your questions. Um, we'd love to hear from I people. I certainly will. Yeah. Yeah, we certainly yeah. will. Monica's amazing, too. Yeah. We'll have to meet up with her at oh some my God, point. Oh, my God, totally. So and, I, and the last thing I want to say is a lot of people get a little bent about us having big name bitches. They okay. seem to think that the bitches is inappropriate. Um, we were asked in Texas by a lady who was British and she identified as a Republican. And she was like, don't you think that it's a little ass backward after all the things that we've done to try mm -hmm. to get blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I just feel like you don't get what we're trying to do <sighs> oh, here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just just let us do it, man. Let's <laughs> prove it to you. But like, what do you think? I love Call us reclaiming. Out. No, no, no. I love reclaiming that word because I, I remember being, yeah, 14, 15 and in, in, in the prime era of the, she's you know, bitch. A, she's such a bitch. And bitch and every uh, song sung by a, a man that uh -huh, was on the radio, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. It was just like, uh -huh. and I, again, I remember, and you know, if anyone is, again, hasn't read a lot about feminism or hasn't really thought about it, like, you know in your gut, mm -hmm. like you can think back at those, they call them like feminist click moments mm -hmm. where you're like, this isn't right. Mm -hmm. And everyone else is saying it's right mm -hmm. and it's normal, but oh, it's not. Any of the millennial like hip hop, like music yes. videos or like, M &M? I try to listen like, to it now and it's like, it's yeah. wild. But it's, you're just making me feel so much better about our opening song. The thing that I didn't even think about yeah. truly, Liz. Like, we have a song where we're saying, bitch, 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 bitch. And we are taking right. it back. You're right. There yes. are so we, many songs. You gotta use the that word are, so much that it loses its value and then you have to give it yes. its own value. And yes. it's ours. It is ours. It's ours. Guys can't use it. They're By the way, this, I'm right not saying no, guys bitch. use it. Of course not. Women use it. Mm -hmm. And it's our yes. word. And if you want to say it, then ask yourself why. Because yeah. that's weird if you're a guy. And if you're a drag queen, of course. Yeah. And if you're your woman and you're comfortable with it like let's talk about it again i just think like yeah, yeah, this is so fun like i i don't i feminism is not about us agreeing about everything and mm, and having yes. a set rule you know right. set rules mm. that we obey and i got it it's about up. freedom yeah I and what feels up. good to you and also and maybe please that'll listen change because i you feel know? like every time i've ever seen any of her content i've learned at least two or three things i, oh. I know this no for real i went to barnard amazing. and like okay. there was one thing i will say about what you were saying i went saying. to cyprus community college this lady her name was abigail she was one of my counselors even though i was older at the time and she was just like she's like would you go to <laughs> she was like <laughs> she's like when you talk about feminism why would you ask Kim Kardashian about it would you go to like Martha Stewart for like um I actually would love to know what her sorry um, well Kardashian. Martha Stewart went to Barnard too I don't think advice. it was it, would you go to somebody <laughs> who's like totally ignorant not a feminist about yes. yeah, yeah ignorant why would you go to them yeah. for decorating advice you know yeah. what i'm saying don't go don't get orange juice from the from the hardware store mm -hmm. you know yeah. don't yeah, that's, that's not what you that's it's not gonna be good no yeah. no yeah. well we know like that you lead. have to get out of here but i think we should do a couple maybe a couple like rapid yes. fire questions for her how would your ex describe you oh my god <laughs> which one i know um, right <laughs> all of them i know there are hundreds hundreds i mean i do date a lot i do oh I'm, you do that's great i'm, I'm a oh my god emotionally emotionally okay you date here, because oh, you were in New York last oh, time. What's I spoke that like? To you. How could you ever find a guy good no, enough? I for you. literally went on my first good date. I mean, I want to. I don't want to say that. that I don't want to uh, slander anybody, but um, I I did go on a really good date last night, and he's from New. He lives in New York, and I was like, this yeah. is such a problem. This is such a problem. But not not if you fall in love. Not if you do a couple more dates. One of you will move. I know. Well, I will He'll tell move. you. I moved all yeah. the way back to New York <laughs> <laughs> because I am a feminist. Lean, lean in. Yeah, lean, lean in. You said three thousand miles time. Away. Yeah, it's there. Um, what gives you turn. your big name bitch energy? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What gives me big name bitch energy? Yes. Big, oh, what, um, being probably loud yeah. and too loud yeah, and not caring, taking up space. Not caring. Yeah, not, not betraying but yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. What about um, your guilt? What's a guilty pleasure? <laughs> I want to know. You seem so put together. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, I love every food, food, anything food related. Mm -hmm. um, I love sugar. I'm like a real sugar. chocolate cake addict. I love um, 
Can I say this? Yes. I love edibles. Like yeah. I love like I mean it's legal, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love like having like some laughs. You totally. know? Totally. Like, I love that releasing. it's all le- yeah, legal, yeah, like you said. Fine. And, oh and accessible that. that you don't have to smoke it if you're not a smoker, that you yes. can just have a little nibble. Yeah. Uh, what's your this dream is, role? Just is, kidding. This <laughs> is an interesting question <laughs> to ask her because it's more politicized here. Circumcised or uncircumcised? Oh my god, we talked about it on the podcast with Monica. We we dis- we had a whole like debate about it. I think that I don't think it's the same as female um, mutilation. genital mutilation. Yeah. I don't think we should put it in the same category. And often mm. there will be men in my comments uh, who are just trying to like, you know, annoy Insight. me, who are like, what, you don't care about? The and Andrew I don't think, Tate guys that like come. <laughs> yes, I think God. it's a strange, I, I think again, it, it, it's not on par, but I do think that it's worth, uh, you know, men, not us. It's not, it's like, yeah, men should be talking about whether they should be doing that or want to be doing that. And, and but I'm I'm so into men talking about that and, and sort of having that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I were to have a child, which I don't even know if that's going to happen for me, but um, I would probably leave it up to the if it's if I'm having a child with a man, I would probably leave it up to him. To Interesting. Decide. That makes sense. It's like uh, the mothers yeah, are the ones that are body. leaning in yes. for the daughter's yes. right to choose mm-hmm. versus yes. like the men should yes. lean in. It's for like the, you you make the decision because yeah, I best. think it would feel yeah, weird for me wonderful. to make that decision. You would know best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the men in that when scene. we talk about sex on this podcast, yeah. how should we approach it so that we don't get perceived as sluts? Oh, good question, um, Christy. Why don't you want to be perceived as slut? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I actually asked that. I actually asked that for I, a friend. That's it. That's it. Oh, <laughs> sorry, mommy. Oh. <laughs> I just because sometimes we get so sexual, and I'm like, uh, do I really want my dad to hear that? Of course, okay. you know. I There's personal that. things. I love what you said about sluts being sluts is being a slut is fabulous. No yeah. judgment. Um, yeah, I guess you're, basically what you're asking is how do we control every person who's going to have something wrong, who's going to be mad at us for saying something, and we can't. That's impossible, no, of course. Don't, and don't do don't do that. Don't make your decisions based on what people are going to, uh, people who are angry are going to think, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I think creatively, that's what you, that's what your magic is, who you are, and expressing who you are truly and being your true self. Yes, and that we're there's. I always say this, but we're multifaceted. Like some days we are slutty yes. and then other days not so much. Yes. And that's okay. Yes. That's and great. Yes. And giving women, again, women haven't been given that latitude. Like men can be so many different things and can be <gasps> broy and be taken, you know, the CEO. Mm-hmm. I have to and ask her one more thing. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you feel about Meghan Markle? I love these questions. I love these questions. You want, just want me to trash women. Okay. No, no, no. I, not no, trash no, 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 I, I really <laughs> genuinely know. No, I mean, there's so no, many people with opinions. I, I don't even really know how I feel. I mean, I don't really know their story. That's yes. why I don't know. But yes. I mean, she, when she first came about, I was like, yes, a feminist. And then it was sad because she left. And I don't know what's going on now. But, you know, but I really, I, I know the why feminists. Why does everyone hate her? Yeah. Why does everybody hate her in that? Yeah. And what do you think about her? I mean, I don't know her, right? And I don't know right. what's going on. Like, you never know what's going on in someone's life. Mm-hmm. I think from an outside perspective, I would, if I were giving her, if I was, if I were advising her, I would probably not have advised the Netflix documentary. I don't think that, right. I think there was like a South Park episode about it where I'd yeah. like, oh, yeah. don't, you know, let's make a five million hour documentary about how we don't want to be on camera. And it's like, well, wait, right? And and again, I, I get it though. Like, again, part of me feels annoyed. And then part of me also can empathize with just or can't empathize. I don't know what it's like to no, have every eye and be scrutin- yeah. you know, scrutinized yeah. in that way. Yeah. And I think that when you're, you know, in that frame of mind, you're acting from like this victim mindset. Right. And, and again, I, I've said this about like a lot of, you know, when the Kardashians are like, you know, social media is so hard for like, it's like, it's so hard. Um, people, you know, it, it, it makes <laughs> us like, you know, be really depressed and anxious. I'm like, you are social media. Like you actually have the power to shift and change culture. Yeah. So I get annoyed yeah. when um, again, like she's complaining to us about how being famous it's is not annoying. relatable. Like, it's hard to relate. To Oprah, like in pilot. Yes, it's mm. hard to relate. Yeah, you know, yeah. Tyler Perry, like read go talk room. about that. I think that's called read the read room. Read the room. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope she shifts more towards her advocacy for work for for women. I, I'm so in support of that. Yeah, of and um, but at the same time, like p- people watch the documentary, so maybe that's what people want, you know. And know. everyone to each their own. Yeah, you know? I love that. Everyone to each their own, and take care of one another, right? Yeah. And please go listen to her pod. It's on the Wednesdays. It's on that um, armchair expert uh, sort of what, not marketplace, Ar- but umbrella. Yeah, it's their website. Yeah, or, yeah. or just on if you, Spotify. If you, Apple, if you Spotify. Right? Yes. Yeah. So if you're subscribed to Armchair Expert, you'll get it in your feed. Oh, you will. Yes. So it's like if you're it's already subscribed to it. Yes. It's that's in your fantastic. Feed. Yeah. It's great. We are, and we love them. Oh all, my god! So. Yay! Thank yeah. you for coming, Liz, and taking for having extra me. time for us. No, and... thank you for having me. This is like Oof. the coolest part of my Man, week. You were the thank coolest. you for changing the world for the better. Thank you for changing the world for the better. I'll be thinking about your mom tonight when I go. 
go to bed. Aww. Like she's really, she did Thank a you. great job. Thank you. Yeah, she yeah. did. She yeah. really did. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Thank you, Liz. Thank Liz. you. I love you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for hanging, you big name bitch. Now come back next Thursday so we can do it all again. <laughs>